What is going on, everybody? John and Pepe here with James Grani. Welcome into the Quick Pitch MLB DFS podcast and live stream recording here for Monday's main slate here. James, we got nine games to talk about here, kicking off the week. Uh, how was your weekend, dude? Weekend was pretty good. Some fun basketball, some fun baseball. I mean, sports are bumping right now, John, right? Um, and got some playoff start for the Bruins. I'm a Boston guy, so I got Bruins and Celtics. Uh, both in their playoffs. We got Marathon Monday baseball, even though it's not on the main slate. Uh, for the Red Sox, their day baseball on Monday. So a lot of action going on here uh, around the city. Yeah, uh, I'm ha- so happy. For- I mean, two of those three teams matter. The Red Sox are already like 23 games behind uh, uh, first place. The Red place. Sox have swept two of the last, almost about to sweep, maybe two of the last three series. So, you know what? I'm happy. I'm, you know what? I'm happy for them. Um, can't beat the race, though. So that's Can't, can't beat the race. What matters the most to the team you need to beat can't beat. Um, no, I mean, it's a lot of good sports going on. And, and um, you know, we got football players requesting trades, but uh, nine games of baseball action. Uh, yeah, we got, we got DeAndre today. Hopkins not asking for a raise, you know. DeAndre Hopkins, <laughs> uh, source DeAndre Hopkins, like plenty of good goodness going on. Uh, John, for this nine-game slate, like opening at 7-10 Eastern, uh, it is a Coors slate. And again, too, for this, so. I am on the playbook. Um, it is has been interesting with these core slates. You know why? Because uh, there's been like no good. Well, I guess St. Louis we got last time, but it's been it's been uh, Washington and yeah. now Pittsburgh yeah. you know, two of the three cores field and, team. And Kyle Freeland is pitching like Nolan Ryan. And, and Kyle uh, Freeland is Nolan Ryan. So um, and, and Kyle Freeland is on this slate, which is why we, we, we bring it up here. Uh, it's fun, fun, a, fun. a pristine zero point nine six ERA in three starts. For Kyle Freeland, two of those three starts in cores. Go, go. I don't know. You figure it out. I can't figure it out. But it's only seventy one hundred dollars against Pittsburgh. Uh, I mean, yeah, this is a. Do you dare? Do you do you dare to trust a starting pitcher in Coors Field? Uh, because there are some top price pitchers on this slate, James. Kevin Gossman's ten two. Jacob DeGrom against Kansas City, a matchup we just recently saw. He's at 10-1. You know, some, some top-priced guys. Christian Javier, tough spot for him at 9,200. Zach Wheeler against the White Sox at 96. Corbin Burns is under 9K at 88. Dustin May is 84. Um, you know, pitchers that we've liked to lean on uh, are up here on this slate today. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't think I'm going to get to Freeland. There's an 11 and a half game total in that. I, I know we're going to get that naturally for Coors Field. I was going to say, they've had um, that total every time he started. Right. So. But like, I'm, you know, I'm okay. I'm okay if you, you know, believe that he's going to succeed. But I'm also like not against the people that are like, no, I mean, it's just, the good luck's going to run out and Mm -hmm. Kyle Freeland's going to start getting shelled at home. Um, But yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a large list of pitchers that I would rather use before it. Uh, Pretty much every other name you just mentioned (laughs) on the board. Um, Do you want, are we just skipping our Vegas segment here, John? No, I just wanted to talk about it because Kyle Freeland was just wild to me. Okay. Okay. But if you want to go ahead and give us some totals, go for it. Uh, I mean that the eleven and a half is really the only thing notable. Every other game is between seven and a half and eight and a half. Uh, Texas, KC bet down already to seven and a half. That's uh, interesting there. Um, Texas and KC are just gonna, I guess, playing twenty game series at this point because 
Um, they've played throughout the, the live stream last week, throughout the podcast last week, and we still have KC and Texas on the slate. Uh, I, I, I guess this is the longest series in, in history. Um, there's no other like notable game totals in terms of money lines. Um, Texas, who's pitching for Texas? J- Jacob DeGrom? DeGrom is pitching. Um, so we have him. He's... He's not listed on the uh, the site where I'm looking for pitchers, but I there was a minus two oh five uh, for DraftKings Sportsbook, so I was like, oh, well that's they're on the road and there's no listed pitcher, so that probably makes sense that Degrom's pitching. Um, yeah. Jack Flaherty minus one sixty five favorite at home according to DraftKings Sportsbook. Does it and Dustin May one sixty five? Those are the only three over minus 160 on the whole on the whole entire slate even zach wheeler just minus 125 um christian javier christian javier plus money at home uh yeah, going up they, against they, kevin they gossman lean, they lean toronto here huh gossman at 10-2 yep. top price guy on slate yeah and then atlanta with uh max freed returning minus 150 on the road so some pretty close spreads um really across the board uh just three guys above minus 160 Flaherty uh Flaherty May and Jacob DeGrom so yeah pretty interesting stuff going into into Monday slate well they hit these pitchers uh I I think it makes sense that more people play DeGrom than they do Wheeler or Gossman here oh yeah uh, just no, no 10-1 ridiculous strikeout potential a matchup we just saw seven innings nine strikeouts 25 fantasy points there only a $200 price bump, you know, I'll lock into Grom, I think. We'll just click the button now. He's going to be our, our SP1 uh, as we go through and build a lineup. Um, but as we move down, it's about identifying that SP2. Uh, you've been, you know, you've liked to play a lot of Dustin May, but the Mets, you know, offense we know have some guys that can hit, um, you know, for some power. Uh, Corbin Burns on the road here at $8,800. He, you know, is coming off of his best start. Of the season, we kept on talking about it. You know, Corbin Burns is not a, a mid 8K pitcher. He goes into Arizona and he lights him up. So, not <laughs> not shocked there. But Seattle, a little bit of a different animal, even though it is a good pitcher's ballpark there. Um, you know, uh, how are you kind of feeling about this 8K and above range? Max Freed coming off the IL, but he's got San Diego. Lynn's got Philly, who just hung up 45 runs on the Reds on you know on Sunday. You know, so to me, this 8K range doesn't really have like a clear cut go-to guy for me yeah i mean i totally agree on the Degrom front he is the clear-cut favorite and um let's not look back there so like javier is obviously in a tough spot uh not pitching extremely well he has one good start and three we know the strikeout upsides there but um i think it's corbin burns i know this is not like the best matchup per se um i know he's on the road seattle but Seattle hasn't been like outside of Jared Kelnick because obviously Jared Kelnick is what he is right now. He's <laughs> uh, on a different planet. Like they haven't been great. I mean, against right-handed pitching, they're 18th in OPS. They have a 23% K rate. Um, and Corbin Burns is more like the guy we got last start versus the guy we got the first. Starts, sure. I'd say. So, you know, good pitchers environment in Seattle as well. So I like Corbin Burns here. The ballpark favors him. Um, the upside is uh, clearly there at 8,800. Look, we're still we're going on what the fourth week of the season, and guys like Jacob Degrom should yeah. be 11K, and Corbin Burns should be closer to 10K. We shouldn't be able to 
you know, use Jacob DeGrom and Corbin Burns and still have nearly $4,000 to, to build out the rest of our lineup. So um, I like Corbin Burns of this tier. The Mets lineup is incredibly scary right now. Yeah. Um, they're hitting a lot of home runs. Alonzo just hit his eighth home run on Sunday. That is absurd. It, we are the fourth week of the season. He has eight home runs. Eventually, already, so. maybe we'll get called up, you know. Like, he did. He got he called did, up. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, so like I, I like as much as I like Dustin May, the pitcher, I'm not sure I can get there. Lance Lynn, you know, Philly just hung 14 runs up on the board on Sunday. And yes, Luis Sessa, not a starter. That is, you know, how long have I told how long have I been saying that? Yeah. Four starts now, three starts now. Um I, I, I do guess- find it I do find it funny that the entire world knew what was gonna come today. Like you look yeah. at the roster ship. Yep. Uh, on Schwarber today and just the Phillies offense in general. But then I was looking at the Vegas odds to hit a home run today. Kyle Schwarber, even though he, he didn't Homer, uh, he was plus 190 to Homer. Uh, the next closest guy was Judge at plus 255, and like no other player on the slate was under plus 300. So like almost two times better than the next odds, Kyle Schwarber, according to Vegas, was going to Homer today again. He didn't. He did everything else, though. They they, they hung a whole bunch of runs, but uh, right. everybody was like, "Yeah, Sess is about to get shelled," <laughs> and he did <laughs> right away. Stott leads off with a home run. They score uh, ten runs in the first inning or something like yeah, that. They, was, yeah, they hit. Yeah, they bat around. They, they bat, bat around. around. It was all systems go. So uh, it is kind of wild how things work out like that sometimes. Where just like everybody knows this is going to happen, and then it does. Um, this is an interesting spot. Like Lance Lynn looked still allowing a boatload of base runners but he is missing bats at a pretty good rate i mean five plus strikeouts and three straight starts 10 in his last outing um i i like him pitching at home here so lance lynn is a decent tournament play um and same with max freed because you know we've talked about this a lot with max freed he is very hard to stack against um and 8100 is a really good price for him so uh i like i like freed here a bit uh, we we joke about uh, Jack uh, Flaherty. His first couple starts, he had thirteen walks. Then he goes into Coors Shocker, five and a third. Doesn't walk. Well, he, sorry, he walks just one. He allows just one run, six strikeouts. You know, if it took a couple of starts for Flaherty to get his bearings, he's now got a spot against Arizona. Arizona two up Sandy Alcantara uh, on Sunday. But you know, Flaherty at home, seventy eight hundred dollars here, Pitchers Park. Do we think he's turning the corner? All I'm hearing this whole podcast is you just saying that Coors is a pitcher's park. That's all I can. That's all that I. That's I mean, all that I hear. So far, um, yeah. I mean, I don't think the talent for Jack Flaherty has literally ever been disputed, right? Like he, his one full season, he was dominant, and then every other season, it's just been injury riddled. So. Yeah, I mean, if we're not going, if he's not going to walk people, he still obviously labored through five and a third. If he threw 85 pitches and only got through five and a third, like he, there was a lot of deep counts there. If he only walked one guy. And yeah, um, I, I would like to go back and look at the game logs and see, like, was it just that he was cruising and then he gave up a couple of runs, a couple of hits there? And, you know, they, they pulled him at the 85 because he's gotten 95 and 94 the stars before. Um, so it's not, well, it didn't seem like a pitch count. Well, that doesn't either. feel. I mean, middle of inning doesn't feel cruising. Middle of inning feels like in trouble. And well, I mean, like cruising through five gets to the fifth and then hit, gets in trouble. hit, hit yeah. double, something like that. And, you know, next thing you know, that he's out. So right. um, that's, again, I don't know. I'll have to go back and look at the game logs, which we can certainly do right now. Um, 
because it is weird to pull him at, uh, at a pitch count less than he's thrown all season long in his starts. Uh, and then also uh, in the middle of an inning without it being some situation where maybe he was starting to, uh, you know, get tagged a little bit. Too. So the 12th game log here, box score. Uh, let's see. So Rocky scored in the end of the fourth inning, but so they didn't end up scoring in the fifth. Let's see. Top of the fifth, bottom of the fifth here. Um, top of the sixth. Uh, Flaherty pitching single, strikeout, double, and then they took him out. So second and third. So second and third when he came out of the game. Yeah, they had a one run lead as well. So they had a one run lead, single, double, and they pulled him. So. Makes sense. You know, but he was, he was, I mean, he was kind of cruising to that point. He only gave up one earned run, two unearned. Um, you know, the inning before, one, two, three inning in the fifth. So it just seemed like they were in a one one game. He gave up a couple of base runners. The pitch count was only 85, and they, and they, uh, they pulled him there. So, uh, 7,800 at home is not a, not a bad spot against Arizona here. No, it's not. Um, you know, Arizona's definitely coming alive a little bit. Uh, I would say at the uh at the feet of Corbin Carroll, of course, the legend Corbin Carroll has been really uh but He's good living so far living up to the hype. But uh this year so far, Arizona 21st against right-handed pitching in OPS. Um only an 18% strikeout rate, John. I think what's even crazier, Arizona against right-handed pitching, a five percent walk rate. So if Flaherty, I mean, he's just winging to like, the balls in play. It seems like right, just not breaking out, not walking. Does and that kind of feels good for Flaherty, right? Like even if he even if he doesn't have his best control, like they are not walking. Like <laughs> they're they're yeah. going to swing anyway. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Um, it's a good mid-tier price. I mentioned Freeland. We don't need to go into it. I don't think you want Kelly. He's pitched well, but can, you know, I don't think you want to throw him against St. Louis, but. Some guys have pitched well against St. Louis Oviedo, pitched well against them the other day. Yeah, yeah is it, uh, he's actually pitched good. really well this season he's in general. Good. So not to <laughs> sleep on, I had to sleep on him there, but um, I don't find myself going to Merrill Kelly in the spot. I don't know if you, no. if you yeah, I don't think so either. Um, and then we get the guys under seven K. Any of these names appeal to you at all? So like, I don't hate Jordan Lyles at fifty four hundred. Only okay. because the price. I know, like, obviously the win equity is, like, little to none, right? You're facing Jacob deGrom. Yeah, Rangers also are hanging nine runs right now on the... Uh... Dude, they actually are playing a home-and-home. Home. Why they felt like they have? Because they are. They are playing, like, six straight games with one another, yeah. um, which is insane. Because we've talked about Texas KC for a literal yeah. one full Texas, turn around Texas, the rotation. Yeah, there's one series in between them, basically. Um. Can't Jacob. wait to throw Nathan Duvaldi against him. <laughs> um, like, yeah, Texas is – they are potent um, against righties, 23.7% strikeout rate, though. And as long as – if Jordan Lyles can keep the ball in the ballpark, then he shouldn't be a $5,400 pitcher. So, yeah, I mean, um, he was $6,900 in his last start against Texas, when six in the third innings there. Um but I just like the price. It's more a, I think it's mostly a price point thing for me. Okay. Um, there's not really another value play on the board. I agree. So. I, I, that's why I think it's, 
it's Flaherty and Freeland for value for me. And then you're probably right. We're going Corbin Burns as the other as the other pitcher here. You don't want to pitch. You don't want to use Rich Hill coming off uh, six runs or six innings, two earned against the Astros. Uh, no, he's having the time of his life out there. Yeah, no, I don't don't want to do that uh, at all. Actually, um, you can if you if you want. If you want. <laughs> no, I'm okay. Not, not not a me thing personally. All right, catch your spot here. Uh, we talk all the time. If you want to spend up, knock yourself out, go for it. Uh, Sean Murphy, probably a guy we're going to be keying in on yes. here, man, ever since he became the starting catcher every day. <laughs> um, looking like the guy that they traded for as the franchise catcher for the Braves. So sure uh, $4,400 gets weathers here. Probably going to be super chalk. Uh, you can certainly throw him in your lineup. You got Elias Diaz. We talked a lot about him. He's got a little pop this year. Love him in chorus. We love him against lefties. Yep. Checks both boxes. 37. He's raking. He is yeah. raking this year. Yeah. He's hitting a 500 at home, by the way. With all his home runs. So, is that good? Is that good? Yeah, 259 on the road, uh, 500 at home. I wish uh, DraftKings could figure out their OPS number because it just is. I know. It's brutal. Brutal. Well, all you got to do is it's Add the, slugging. It's the There's, slug. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, no, no. Their their slug is messed up. Yeah, I know because it's zeros. They they don't um, calculate. John, I got our I got our punt catcher. We don't need to look at the rest of it. Oh God, who's Jonah Heim playing? No, Jan Gomes gets a lefty twenty hundred. Uh, yeah. Jan Gomes was our favorite lefty punt. Uh, had a double dong two games ago. He did. Um, and he stole a base in that game, by the way. Uh, yes, he did because <laughs> I bet. So I ended up hitting it anyways. It was the Nico Horner game. It was the remember? Nico Horner game. It was yep. the Noah Syndergaard, and I was like, Nico Horner stolen base. He ends up getting out. They work their way through the lineup, and Jan Gomes steals it back. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Uh, and then Horner eventually stole it back anyways. So. I think he stole two. And I think he ended up getting you if you – if you re- yes, because we messaged. I, I said you should have just done a waterfall of Nico Horner stolen bases. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll find out right now. So I almost bet it again. Did he steal two? No, he only stole one. Oh, okay. uh, no, he stole two, right? He yeah. Two. yeah, 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 stole two. Yeah, uh, I don't know if that was the Syndergaard game. Then he only stole one of the Syndergaard game. No, maybe you're right. No, I think it was. Yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he did. He did. You're right because that's what happened. So I actually bet it two nights in a row, and he <laughs> he hit it. So, um, and then I, he had a live line that I was looking at because Gro- oh, so that's what it was. So uh, I bet against Syndergaard, and then I bet it again against Grove because Grove okay. actually. Is another guy that allowed a lot of stolen bases um, in his limited pitching time. It's, okay. it's, it's kind of it's kind of interesting. That you start paying attention to guys who can and can't hold right. uh, people on base, especially now with the two uh, the uh, the two pitch limit uh, pickoff attempt limit. Mm-hmm. Plus, Nico Horner is always looking to run, so right. he's on there. Kind of works out. Um, all right. Anyways, uh, catcher, I agree with you. Jan Gomes against the lefty that that plays. Uh, we like Elias Diaz, and we are in our Sean Murphy. Those are our three catchers. We don't really need to go much more than that. Victor Caratini, if he starts, coming off two really good games, he's 2,200. I don't know if he's going to start, but if he starts. Wasn't he always better against lefties, though? But he did have four hits. Jesus. Yep. Yes, on both fronts. Better against yeah. lefties. Still $2,200. <laughs> Dave Moreno's 22 if we're not playing Flair. I know yep. he's been kind of crap to start but you know maybe slowly working his way out of it um all right first base first base first base first base 
CJ Crone? <laughs> 5400? Yeah, yeah sure. probably. Uh, yeah. Always Matt Olson. Just can just for always play Matt Olson. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Lefty righty doesn't matter. And always play Matt Olson. Um, Nelly against a returning Freed at 43. I mean, you could always also play Pete Alonso. I know it's Dustin May, good like good pitcher, yeah. but like, golly, dude, this guy just he's gonna have 50 home runs this year. Roddy Telez against Flexen. Yeah. Um, it's hard not to like Telez 35. Flexen has been a reverse splits guy, but I'm perfectly fine using Roddy for a cheap home run. Uh, good good pitcher's environment, but it is a it is a good environment for or good matchup rather for Roddy. Uh, you got Trey Mancini versus Mueller, the lefty at twenty seven hundred. Yeah, he's struggling pretty badly. Yeah, uh, but I, I told you, I think the Cubs are like a good team. Cubs are going to be the team we lose the most money on this year. No, 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 never, never anyone more than the Twins. I don't care what you like. I don't care what happens. The Tigers all the time. We're this is the Tigers year. I'm glad Jimer can start hitting for uh, for Washington. Yeah, true. Yeah. He has been pretty good. Um. So, like, Muller has been kind of good this year. Uh, doesn't really strike anyone out. So many ground balls, dude. Mm. Ugh, disgusting. It's hard. I, I hate, I hate like, stacking against ground ball pitchers, you know? Because, like, yeah. it's just. I, it's, it's actually kind of bad, too bad that DeGrom is going up against Kansas City because I, I, I swear Kansas City is very close to breaking up. Pasquatino homeward. Bobby Witt had three straight games of three hits. You know, like I feel like they're just on the the edge uh, of you know doing some damage here, uh, but they're about to get just shut down. So I can't really yes. can't really go with Pasquatino here. No, I mean the price is a, like we've said it for a couple slates. Like this is just too cheap. He is too good to be this cheap. So yeah. like tomorrow, when it's not <laughs> Jacob Degrom, or you know. Mm-hmm. Um, here's, here's, here's maybe a number worth paying attention to. Uh, Carlos Santana on the season is six for 13 with three doubles against lefties. Uh, that is a 462 mm. batting average. And he's going into course. Going into course against Freeland. Uh, yeah. last season. So that definitely the right split for him last season against lefties, 265, 789 OPS versus righties, 178, a 655 more power coming from the right side. Um, I give you an against righties rather 16 of his 19 home runs. Uh, we're again, better, better hitter from the other side, way better hitter from the other side. Um, always been the case 2021, 283, 700 OPS first lefties, 180 against righties. So, definitely the, the right side of the platoon here for Carlos Santana. I'm okay with it. Um, because I, I like I said, like. I uh, looked if, up your numbers, by the way, uh, on Freeland. Uh, so his ERA, as we know, at home this year is a pristine 1.42. Uh, he's got a FIP of 4.79, an XFIP of 5.03. I'm telling you, and so my point was going to play right into that. Like, yeah. How, like, Kyle Freeland can throw two good games. 51% and, hard contact rate. Dude, it game. is not, like, that is just. 51% fly ball rate. We talked about this exact scenario kind of with Zach Greinke earlier, right? It's like two good starts for Greinke, and we're like, all right, there's obviously regression coming. There is regression coming, and it's in the way of Colby Conway's favorite team. Is it in the way of Pittsburgh, though? Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah. Listen, 
we laugh, yeah, but like Pittsburgh does have some bats against lefties that we're gonna like. Rodolfo Castro hit lefties really well last year. Mm-hmm. Brian Hayes is like actually becoming a baseball player again. Brian yeah. Reynolds is an amazing baseball player on a team he doesn't want to be on. Right. Andrew McCutcheon is raking right like. I do think we're going to get to some Cubs here. Well, it's such a good O'Neill Cruz spot. It would have been, well, O'Neill Cruz is like a negative against lefties. True. That's fair. Uh, it, it's fun to imagine O'Neill Cruz just in cores in general. Getting like, lasers. Yeah. Yeah. It's like where we used to like make some popcorn and watch Stanton in Coors Field. Yep. Like, here we go. Correct. Um, Correct. All right. So that's first base. We'll keep our eyes on some Pittsburgh Pirates here. Mm-hmm. Um, Second base position, Mookie Betts is at your top still, 59. Simeon, 54. Uh, Brendan Donovan, 47. We got Ozzy Albies versus the lefty. Ring the bell. Homer today, yep. 4,600. Yep. Uh, certainly a guy that we'll find ourselves likely gravitating towards. Um, is Bay? Bay's a lefty, though. He's so a lefty, yeah. Kind of a killer there. They've been, they're going to probably lead. I, I, I assume they're going to lead Cabrian Hayes off here. That would be yeah. my assumption. That's like what they've typically done against lefties. So Bay probably hits near the back of the lineup. Okay. Um, it's probably just locking in Albies here for me at this range. Yeah. I mean, we also haven't gotten any, any steals from Albies yeah. either. Like we know the, he, the power bat is his power bat is from the right side, which we get him here. Uh, Weathers is, you know, not going to Weathers the storm. I think I used that joke oh, last God. time he's on the mound. And, uh, <laughs> and, um, he, we still haven't gotten any speed. And again, it's going to be tough for him to run on a lefty, but like, I'm not against, I, I still think with the rules in play, like he can still run. Um, I, I think Nolan Gorman is also in play here. He continues to rake at plus 4K. Uh, he's just driving in a lot of runs. Yeah. Hitting for okay, power. Yeah, it's pretty legit. Yeah. Um, so like Gorman against Merrill, if you're not, Merrill Kelly Merrill, like, was a reverse splits pitcher in the past. I think he's, I think we, we figured it out that last year he was not, but he has been largely a reverse splits pitcher. So something to, uh, something to maybe peek at there. Um, let's see. Corner to 39 is kind of interesting. It's Mueller there. I know it's not the ideal stolen base spot with the lefty on the mound, but again, he, he looks to go. Um, Let's see here. Kemp's another stolen base guy. Yep. Uh, if he actually gets on base, he's got two in the last 10 games. You mentioned Rodolfo Cash. He's 3,200. We can play him at short. We can play him at second. Yeah. Uh, he's all, about weird, all about look, preference there. Look at that. He's hitting 333 on the year. He's hitting 393 over his last 10 games. And I want to look up the, the splits, but I he hit lefties extremely well last year um, as I pull it up. Uh, he should hit in the middle of their lineup and middle of a lineup in cores is obviously ideal uh, against lefties last year, Rodolfo Castro uh, 275, John, that's not what we're looking for. Five, <laughs> five, uh, excuse me, 600 slug, 600 slug. It's okay. 338 ISO 382 Woba. Elite power numbers for Adolfo Castro. Those are elite. He hit nine home runs against right-handed pitchers in a hundred less at bats than he did against righties. Uh, he hit, or excuse me, 
he had six home runs in a hundred less at bats right. uh, against uh, the split. So nine oh six OPS plays. Yes, certainly plays. Let's see, do we have even have any BVP maybe here? No, I'd assume maybe. we don't. And if we do, it's like uh, Colorado. Let's see, uh, Colorado Freeland Overlord. <laughs> not, not not a lot not, of uh, not playing him. Not can't play him anymore. <laughs> We can play him at short. We can play him at second. We'll we'll see where we where we end up fitting him in down the line there. But uh, listen, we think again Pittsburgh maybe sneaky if we think the Freeland's gonna be the, well. It won't be sneaky in a sense that because it's cores, but it will. It, yeah, they're all maybe. cheap, so cheap as like a good stack too, you know. So. Right, right, and it, they're cheap, and we have expensive offenses like Texas and St. Louis and Toronto and. Yeah. Not that any of those like Atlanta against Ryan Weathers. Like, I think gonna... I think that's gonna ultimately be the spot for us, right? Because we'll play Cash so it's short, so we can play Albies at second. We're not gonna play Grissom here, yeah. you know. Like I think that's probably the way to go because we do like Austin Riley, we do like Ronald Acuna. We probably don't play Matt Olson, but hey, you know what? We we did like Carlos Tom Santana, Murphy, you know, and, right? And we, so, and, Car- and we liked Carlos Santana at first, yeah. right? So, yeah, hundred percent. So. Um, speaking of the position, Austin Riley is $5,600 here, uh, going up against Weathers. Always, yeah, uh, yeah. always, always in play. Uh, and then after that, I don't know. I don't know where I, where you go from there. I mean, listen, it's not like Arnado, Machado, Chapman are bad. I just, I'd rather play for, pay for Riley in, in those spots. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'd rather pay for Riley and I agree on all fronts. I think everyone is pretty much fine. I probably don't get anyone until like, right? like yeah, I, I think, and I think Patrick Wisdom, if you do want to go the Cubs route, he's hit a home run in three straight, three straight games. Like he has massive power. Uh, he is a 30 home run candidate again this year. Um, he's like the pivot off of Cabrian Hayes. He has a little better eligibility too. So uh, yeah. Love the, uh, the pricing too. He's like 5k, 46, 46 homers. 4K homers, 44, 39. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just no consistency with the algorithm here, seems like. None. Uh, yeah, good power upside is one-off. Probably not many people getting the Cubs. Um, nope. You mentioned Brian Hayes. He's $3,800 there. Uh, Montero at 33 against Hill. Yeah, so, like, here's the thing. Are people – the Rockies are just not being played in course. Like – Everyone's just playing the visiting team. And I can't say I blame them, but Rich Hill's allowed six home runs and three starts. So we do have to factor that into our uh, our lineup construction here. The Rockies are also cheap. Montero, 3,300 is a really good value. It's it's going to be hard to get to him on DraftKings where you're basically playing Montero and not playing Austin Riley. Yeah. But I think if you're not playing Austin Riley and you, that means you're possibly like, I, w- I would say the only other option outside of the cores game is Brett Beatty's min price 2K. If he's making his debut here against May, would you throw him in a line? Mm. I mean, the dude was just mauling baseballs. Probably. <laughs> probably. Right? Um, yeah. 2K, I imagine he probably gets a decent order spot. I don't think they're going to hit him ninth. You know? he's not. He's not like my... He, I don't think he is like a must play like some rookies have been at 2K, um, but I do think he is in play. 
a lot of people played NATO today. Um, NATO, NATO, you know, what are, am I using the uh, the NBA pronunciation there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he didn't play well, obviously, yep. but he was like 28% roster because he was mid price. Right. If you're on a slate with DeGrom and some of these other guys here, you know, you maybe maybe he does play right. uh, because of the cost there. So yeah, I, don't, I definitely think he's in play. I just like you know, if he gets you if he goes one for four at his price, it's not it doesn't hurt. But like if sure. Austin Riley hits two home runs, that hurts. Fair. <laughs> uh Shortstop position, uh, Trey Turner here is at 61. Bichette, Swanson against a lefty. We know we like those splits generally. Xander's got a lefty and Freed. Um, you know, your top price guys, we've talked about Rodolfo Cash already having the eligibility. Um, any of the top price players that you're more in favor of than the others? I mean, I'm always okay playing Trey Turner. Um, oh, yeah. We haven't seen any power from him, but... Obviously, that's going to come. Only three stolen bases, too. It's kind of like... Yeah, he's hitting everything. He's just not... It's not for power, and it's, he's not really stealing bases. So, like, I can get to Turner. Swanson, I think, is okay in a Cub stack. Another guy, not no power yet, but hitting 358. So. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the... I really like the upside from Adames, and that's primarily because Flexen is a reverse splits pitcher, and Adames has been a reverse splits hitter over the last few years. So uh, I like that spot. Um, and then just kind of like murky waters until Chris Taylor, really, at 3,500. Yeah, starting to hit a little bit uh, back to back games at home runs, and we know he hits lefties. Uh, but we mentioned Castro's right there at 32, most likely to be playing him over. Uh, at that price point, and then you know Grissom's thirty-one. Uh, if you wanted to pivot and, and get a bra- more of a Braves uh, angle there, you can certainly take a peek. But that's probably it at short for me. Yes, that would be it for me as well. Uh, going on to the outfield spot here again, uh, loaded talent, and we know that there's going to be some spend-up opportunities. We've discussed stacking Atlanta here today. Sixty-five hundred dollars for Ronald Cooney against a lefty. You know, big price tag to pay off. We certainly know he can. He's going to fit a lot of lineups. Yeah, I mean, the Braves are so expensive. Which which is helpful when Pirates are not expensive. And Except Rockies. For Reynolds, who is and, and Rockies, truthfully. True. Like, both sides of this game are... Chris Bryan against Hill, the lefty-righty there at 55, kind of up there in price. Um, well, like... Profar, we'll get like like Montero and Profar and Nathan uh, Jones, Nolan Jones. I guess they sent Nolan Jones back down, huh? They didn't even give him a chance. They didn't um, give him a chance, yeah. Montero Jonathan, came back and they sent him down. Jonathan Daza, like they have like some interesting cheap guys. Um, but yeah, I mean, Acuna is as elite as it gets. Um, hitting for power, running on every, every time he gets on first base. Um, He's, and he's getting on base a lot. Seven, 30, seven stolen bases already. Yeah, he's year. nuts, dude. 34. He's been on base 34 times in 16 games. Yeah. 25 of 67 already on the year. So uh, pretty gross. Uh, he's uh, healthy, right? Yeah. Coming last year, yeah. he came back from the injury a little slow. Uh, hopefully he stays healthy because that dude is looking like uh, the one-on-one. Sure uh, is. You know, for sure there. 
Uh, and then again, we have, we have the other guys at the top, you know, would you play, you know, Reynolds, you know, has the split, you know, the switch hitter, uh, split tier. So, um, six K gonna, if you're, if you're paying for Pittsburgh, we say this all the time, like it, it really makes sense to stack a team and then not take their best hitter. You certainly can, but, uh, as we discussed, it feels like there's enough value here to get Reynolds in the lineup if you're going that way. Yeah. I mean, I think Reynolds, Obviously, he slowed down a little bit after, what, like a six-game stretch of yeah. just, like, pure domination. But um, he's the best. I don't think it's, like, a stretch to say he's the best player in course tomorrow. So, um, I, you know, what's well, nothing wrong with getting the best player in the best hitting environment um, in your lineup. Oh, I agree with you 100%. Any other 5K guys in, in this spot? I mean, again, they're all talented. We know this. But if you're... You know, we, we talk all the time. You kind of have to eliminate player pools and, and key in on core stacks. Um, you know, what other guys up here are we t- targeting? Um, of like the five K range, like you can get to Mookie. Um, you know, David Peterson is wild at times, and when the walks get going, he's loses control and can get hit around a little bit. So I'm okay getting to Mookie. Uh, Chris Bryant, obviously 55, but. Just like no power. Uh, hit a home run the other day on the road. I guess that's good to see. Yeah. Um, I ger- And I generally wouldn't mention McCutcheon at this price point, but, you know, he's been very good, and he's been very good specifically against lefties over the past few years. So he's going to hit third. He's yeah. going to be in the middle of this lineup. Um, 333 over his last 10 games. Like, I'm good getting to him Uh, i don't think it's like a priority but if you're running a pittsburgh stack he's probably included right like he's yeah i would say probably it's been a little bit since he's hit lefties really well uh 2021 he hit 293 with a thousand ops against left-handed pitching last season 221 with a 730 a little bit more pop against lefties but the batting average wasn't great and this year he's only one for 11 um again small sample size uh, you don't really know the lefties he's gone up against, but he's smash righties. Okay. Uh, he's 12 for 31, 387, 1145 OPS. So Does that um, take you away from him then at, at 5K? Um, Probably not just because, again, well, it may because I don't know if you can get him and Reynolds and Reynolds in the in the, all those guys in your lineup. So he would be, he'd probably be the first out for me. I'm not. I I can't. I can't argue that. It's yeah. it's a tough tough sell. Yep. Plus he's not. He's not the McCutcheon of old, though. You know. He is, not, he is little, not. He is a little not. difficult to to go in there. Uh, speaking of players that not are not the one of their old, you have a uh, Yelich here against Flexen. He's forty eight hundred dollars. I like the Milwaukee offense. Um, yeah, so do I. You know the, the can they get the Flexen today? You know maybe. Uh, they they got dominated by you Darvish today. You get them on a good night and they score you 11 runs. You get them on a bad night, they get a shutout. Like, right. it's just, they are, this is who I think we're going to lose the most money on because they're going to be like so boomer bust all yeah. year long. We're going to play Rowdy. We're going to play Winker. We're going <laughs> to play all these guys. And like, we're going to get them on the 0 for fours. We're going to yeah. get them on the two for fours with two home runs. Think about their lineup. They have like a, just a bunch of guys that like were really good at one point. Like, Winker, really good in Cincinnati. Uh, Yellick. The best player in baseball for like a two-year stretch. Right. Rowdy Tellez hit 35 home runs last year. Rowdy Tellez. Probably a power-speed combo. Like we're all 
And they're all like lefty bats. We're just going to smash them every every bad righty matchup. We're just going to go Brewers oh, as boy. our as our alt two stacks here, and just uh, and just you know either collect the collect the money or cry. So, <laughs> uh, but we'll, we're going to do it. We're going to be in on them. I agree with you uh, there for sure. Lots of tears. Lots, lots of tears. Lots of tears. Um, JD Martinez is forty four hundred. That's fine. I don't know. He's going to hit. Can continue to hit in the middle of that lineup. I think the Mets are kind of an interesting play today against May because, again, we know May has pitched really well. Um, you know, but like Nimmo's 42. You talked about Pete Alonso there with the power. So, um, you know, maybe a little bit of a contrarian play with the Mets on this slate. I mean, Dustin May hasn't allowed a lot of power this year. He's a. I'm, I'm okay with it. I, not a lot of people are going to get there. No, I don't think just, I, so. That's the thing. I don't think many people are going to get there. When's Michael Harris come back? Just a question. Yet to be cleared to take a lot of batting practice. I was just, I was just curious. Um, let's see. Newpar came back. He's thirty-seven. Hit a home. Hit a home run today yeah. on uh, yeah. Sunday. Hit him down. Hitting him down in the lineup, but you know he's he's back back out there playing. The the, the problem is going to be, and we've said it all year, and going to keep saying it. Like St. Louis just has too many guys. They just have too many players. Well, I guys are the same guy. You know, right? Like, yeah, they have six outfielders that probably could play every day yeah. on a lot of teams. And they have, lot, they have a lot of guys that can play second base outfield. Dude, they have, I know. Uh, so, like, as long as you're hitting, you're probably in that lineup. So, if Newpar is in the lineup, yeah, he's, he's yeah. Uh, Jerks and Profar is 36. You mentioned we get down to him eventually. Uh, here we go. He's, in, he's, you know, batting average isn't great, but. There aren't many games. He's got more games with hits than games without hits this year. So uh, he's just one for fouring, one for fiving every game. But uh, in the right spot, certainly can take advantage here. And again, Rich Hill, uh, not not really very good. Well, and pro, all his damage is at home. He has um, four extra base hits this year. Three are in course. He's hitting two eighty at home. He has two home runs at home. All five RBIs at home. Like gonna lead off at home. You know, uh, and the key phrase in all of that wasn't jerks and profar, it was at home. At so, home, correct. Um, yeah, I, I like profar at this price tag. We sure. got a uh, revenge game narrative here for Connor uh, Joe. So I clicked it on the same time you did, Connor um, Joe. Uh, this year against left handed pitching, uh, his only home run came against the lefty. He is four for 10, small sample size. Well, that's a 400 batting average with a 1300 OPS. So, dude, his uh, his DraftKings picture just makes me want to. Play him. <laughs> you want to play him? He's so smiley. He's so happy. Like yeah. I'm so happy for Connor Joe for being so happy to be on Pittsburgh. Like he has the Pittsburgh hat on in this picture and everything. Like he was so happy to take that picture, and he's probably the only one. Yep. Because they didn't uh, even give him a hype video. They gave Vince Velasco's one. They right. didn't give him one. Doesn't have that first base eligibility, you know, that we had last yeah. year at times. But uh, outfield at thirty five hundred dollars, and again, I like it. I like keep- it. Be getting it into existence here. These these cheap Pittsburgh guys. Um, let's see here. I I mean, Kalnick, if you're not yeah. playing Corbin Burns, <laughs> would you play Jared Kelnick? Yeah, here? of course, of course. Even you know, when you, even when you think he's out, he just comes back. He steals a bag for you, today, right? You know, yeah. so like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's been doing, awesome. Doing doing it all, doing it all. Uh, McCarthy, our boy, still hasn't really figured it out. Sadly, well, why is why are these why is Corbin like this is the this is the problem like yeah. we're week four yeah there is the NBA playoffs there is like 
Like DraftKings actually does not give a crap right <laughs> yeah, now. Thirty one hundred dollars. What, dude? He has been awesome in every facet of the game. There is literally no reason. I feel like, like that's a click it right there. So, like, and it's a tough. It's Flaherty's been good, but the control issues. If Corbin yeah. Carroll walks, forget it. Like, yeah, he's gone. Forget it, dude. Right. Forget it. Forget it. Yep. Uh, Garrett Mitchell's three K. Uh, I do. I do like myself some. He needs to hit. He needs to hit. Yeah, he gets on. He can run a little bit. Uh, you mentioned Daza. Just no power with Jonathan. No Daza. No power. No power. He's, goes to the school he, of Yandy Diaz. You want to? You want to know who has power, John? Brent freaking Rooker. How about yes. this guy? <laughs> this guy has been. <laughs> Yeah. This yeah, guy three, has three been, game stretch of four home runs. Yeah, this guy has been on one lately. He is. He is. They find these guys like it was Seth Brown last year. Guy just like all of a sudden, I had thirty home runs this year. Whatever, no big deal. Like, Rooker is going to be that guy this year. Would you? Okay, let's have a real talk about Oakland real quick. Only no. because no, Hayden. <laughs> Niski on the mound. I know. Story Ruiz, dude, running all over everybody here. So, you know? so hear me out. So, like, Wesniski has more walks per nine than he has strikeouts per nine. Yeah. He has allowed three home runs. Lefties have a 670 Woba. Righties have a 425 Woba. Are you trying to talk to playing the worst offense in baseball? I'm not, I'm not, like, talking about playing, like, full stack, but, like, Loriano 4K. Like, Ruiz is interesting to me because that guy has, is, a, is a speed demon. Dude, an absolute monster on the base pass. Yeah, he is. And, um, and he, he's 2,800. He's got four stolen bases over the last 10 games. He's hitting 360 over the last 10. Um, a lot of people were wondering because his numbers were pretty inflated because he played in the PCL. Like his minor league numbers were wild. Um, but if he gets on base, He's running. So, like, uh, yeah, I could get there in a multi lineup situation for sure. Um, what about uh, him, uh, Ruiz, Rooker, two man stack? But if you're playing two outfielders from Oakland, <laughs> you can't play. Cole no, I know. Carroll I know. Or, you know, Acuna, Acuna. or Reynolds or. Yep. yep. Agreed. I, all I of, just, it's. All of those good players. I mean, uh, how does Mark Paul Ozuna still have a job? He's in 075 on the year. Oh, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. He is he is long for Major League Baseball. He is not he is gone and I can't wait. He is a terrible human. Oscar Cole is all the way down to twenty four hundred dollars. Tough matchup. It is he hasn't been he hasn't been good. Tough matchup. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know who's gonna be in the lineup today for oh they sent him down. The Cubs. I was going to say Nelson Velasquez, but that's the set return of Saya getting set. Yeah, Saya is back. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Nelson. You went three for four to homer, and you're going your one game. That was a granny. That was the yeah. granny. He had a yeah. grand slam. They were like, "Yeah, thanks for yeah, that thanks one for, time. Thanks for the thanks for do the remember those, Do you remember those good times, Nelson? Yeah. Uh, Here's your bus ticket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man. Hey, uh, you know what? Shout out to the minor leaguers. They can afford a little more than you know what they, they got a union now. now. They, they got a whole bunch of things. They can afford at least a. What is it like the Uber, like the Uber upgrade? Uber XL? Like a Uber yeah. XL, so they can yeah. afford at least an Uber XL, you know, sure. not a, not just a bus. It's true. I'm uh, sure, I wish I could afford an Uber XL, you know. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, listen, there you schedule them ahead of time. You get the you get the Uber Black Car, which is kind of like a limo service. You know, there's a whole bunch okay. of 
whole bunch of different things that you can do uh, with, with the Uber Life. Um, all right, James, give me your give me your home run call here. Uh, obviously, we uh, we no don't course. include Coors Field in our home run call, so Pittsburgh, Colorado, out. Off the board. Okay, well, we're both going to head over to Atlanta. Um, <laughs> John, how about this? I also let's let's we can add a wrinkle in too. Home run and stolen base. We'll do one of you. Want to do want to do sure. stolen base? Yeah, 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 that's fine. Uh, yo, don't give me that face. I was yeah, looking at the screen. No, I was, yeah, I, I, I'm usually not looking at the screen. I'm usually ignoring what you yeah what you're doing. No, but no, I was looking no, at the screen no, there. No. Let's let's do home run and stolen base. Go ahead, give them to me. All right, I'm gonna go home run. I'm going to go um, Ozzy Albies okay. as my home run call. Bold. And my <laughs> my stolen base is going to be – let's see. Who do we got for stolen base? Stolen base could be anyone. Uh, any game. <laughs> so, anybody could steal a base. That is, that is true. Stolen base could be anyone. Well, I said it. I wasn't lying about it. It could be anybody. Uh, let's go. Who, who do you think is slow to the plate here? No knowledge on who's slow to the plate. Uh, statistically, at least. I don't know. Go with your home run call. <laughs> wow. you, are, you are absolutely <laughs> killing me here. Go with your uh, home run call. Yeah. Uh, my home run call is going to be Corbin Carroll. Ooh, all right. Corbin Carroll's going to be my stolen base. <laughs> oh, you sob. Yeah. Corbin Carroll for my stolen base call there. All right. My stolen base call is going to be a story, Ruiz. Hell yeah. You know what? You're about to poop on me for call- talking about Oakland. And here we are. I still don't think it's great. But, but. That dude can fly. If I'm, make, if I'm entering the three max, I'm probably going to end up having myself. <laughs> so I'm, I'm probably gonna make myself an oakland brewer stack oh, just man. because it's either winning everything or losing everything dude hayden wasniewski six walks in his first six innings this year like oh put estoy ruiz on please hayden please yeah i agree with you let's see do we have a prop we might have a prop for him let's see no props yet for estoy ruiz nope they only gave us I only got the Cubs stolen base prop. Uh, Nico Horner over a half at plus 210. Interesting. So that's something you're probably going to live. I mean, maybe. I, I mean, I'm wait, they'll give me a, a story prop at some point here. We're recording uh, Sunday evening, so we don't have all of the props available to us. Uh, but we do have we do have some. We do have some. Um, let's see here. Anybody else? John Birdie is not on the main slate, but I mean John Birdie is plus two twenty <laughs> against Logan Webb. Uh, that that could be something. <laughs> John Birdie is the uh, is a bold call. Yeah, yeah plus two twenty for a guy that literally runs all the time. Right. Pretty pretty decent. Pretty decent. Um, Nimmo's plus seven hundred. I guess they just don't think he's gonna get on base against May. Stalling Marte is plus 165, Nimmo's plus 700. But Nimmo steals bags, doesn't he? Yeah, he has a couple of stolen bases. Marte is like creme de la crop sure. of the stolen base. Uh, I think Nimmo has like three. Let's look. Brandon Nimmo. What Garrett is Mitchell plus 310 to steal a bag. Brandon Nimmo, three stolen bases. This year. Swiped one today. Brandon Nimmo did? Yeah. No, sorry. Uh, um, Mitchell. Mitchell, okay. 
Yeah, Nico Horner can definitely steal. I mean, he, right? If he gets on, he. So yeah, lefty on the mound, though. That's the problem. Lefty uh, on the mound. That's fair. That's fair. I don't know what his lefty righty stolen base splits are, but I can't imagine he has many against a lefty. Yeah, I can't imagine he does. Um, all right, let's build our lineup then. You, uh, you're taking Corbin Carroll for your stolen base. Who did you say your home running guy was? Al- Ozzy oh, Albies. Ozzy Albies. All right, let's build the lineup. Um, I have. Let's see, Degrom mm-hmm. plugged. Uh, Corbin Burns probably was we're pro- okay. Corbin I, Burns, right? We we were probably gonna go Corbin Burns there, right? Either that or Flaherty, I guess. Um, what do you? Well, we're gonna probably play Corbin Carroll, right? Yeah, probably. But so do we, we wanna... don't have to, but probably. Um, how do you feel about Burns? I mean, if we go Pittsburgh, like we're going to have savings, or if we play like. We I guess st- it all depends on. I mean, I guess if we're punting catcher with Yanni here. Yep. Or Elias or Elias Diaz in that game. Yeah, it's a thousand dollar difference though between That's Elias true. and Dome. So if we're going double spend up a like pitcher, uh, Rodolfo uh, Castro at shortstop. Yeah, Rodolfo. Rodolfo Castro at short. Uh, are we going? Are we going yeah. Carlos Santana at first? Or did we want to spend up at first? I'm I like Carlos Santana, so okay. um, and obviously we're gonna play Brian Reynolds. So if we did a Santana Castro Reynolds stack with DeGrom, Burns, and Gomes, it is about four K a player to fill fill out the lineup. Corbin Carroll was free. Thirty one, um, yeah. Um thirty one, so that's forty two hundred a player. You want Albies is Albies is forty six hundred. Yeah. Albies, can you Albies Riley? Albies Riley gets us a $2,600 outfielder. Which is like Estoria Ruiz. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was. Um, uh, Hilliard won't play against Oh, we're 100 off the goat, Brent Rooker, too. Unlucky, really. <laughs> um, let's see here. All right, so if we don't go Riley, even though we like Riley. Boy, it feels Riley, bad not going Riley. It does feel bad, but... We can go Patrick Wisdom. We're playing Yanni Gomes already. Yeah, it's Wisdom. Or we can just continue to, you know, Brian Hayes stick with the four Pittsburgh stack. Yeah, how about we play Hayes and see how that looks? Okay. What do we have? 4400 I mean, they're the same price, kind of. So it's $4,400 yeah. for an outfielder. Um, I mean, we can play. And then you can play Wisdom. You can just play Wisdom in the outfield. Because I don't really like this tier. Like, I don't dislike it. Um, but like Tyler O'Neill doesn't really pique my interest, neither does Nimmo really. I do like Loriano, but he hasn't been great since he's been on like been off steroids, so right. Um, if we went Flaherty instead of Burns, you go up from Carroll. We like the different van, we switched the value here, so. Um, what was our what other value output that we liked? Um, um, I guess we, we could play Kalanick if we weren't going to play Burns. Unless you, you just don't want to go against him. Well, we had our value outfit. I'm, no, I'm okay playing Kalanick play, um, if we're not playing Burns. Yeah, if we're not playing Burns, Kalanick has okay. as much upside as any outfielder down there. I do like the Oakland guys, truthfully. like I know we joked about it, but like yeah. 
Wesneski has not been good. Yeah. And those two have been. So like I'm okay playing with their 27 with this for the power. Or we could do I was thinking we could I mean if we wanted to get a top outfielder, I'm fine with it. If we also wanted to play Profar and just really just stack this game as my coned dog uh hops in the in the background and just, I don't do you see this? He's swiping yeah, the Zeus is Zeus. Zeus, Zeus is currently a coney uh cone boy, so all right, so that actually works. So here's the lineup with Flaherty. It's DeGrom, Flaherty, Jan Gomes, Santana, okay. Albies, and Riley. Okay. Astro, Reynolds, Rooker. Profar is a one-off, It's a, but we have 4K if we don't want to play Profar. Um, that tier so, was Wisdom or Profar for me probably, right? Like that. Yeah, was, right. Or, I mean, Luriano goes with Rooker if you wanted to two-man it. They'll uh, hit, so they'll hit – that correlates, but like, what do you prefer? Profar yeah, leading off. Who's got the power? Yeah, who's got the power? Mueller's probably the better pitcher, though. Yeah, I mean, I think Profar is probably the play. And I, okay, I, 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 like I'm not against. I think those three guys we just mentioned, okay. Profar, Loriano, and Wisdom, are all in play. Yeah, Mueller is just tough because he's been getting so many ground balls, and it's a good park for him. Sure, and. Um, I think you know Profar has Rich Hill opposing him <laughs> hitting leadoff, right? So. Yeah. So to to confirm, you're you're we like Brent Rooker power over Story Ruiz stolen base potential. I don't know. I I think it might be Ruiz because of Wesneski's inability to throw strikes. Okay. Right. Yeah, sure. Can't hit home runs if they're walking you, but you can't steal steal bases. You can steal bases, especially if you're, you know, not throwing any strikes. Right. All right. So that's where we'll leave it. Again, this is our Flaherty build. We've showed you what the Burns build looked like before as well. Uh, James is on the playbook here for this slate, so be on the lookout for that goodness. Uh, and we'll be in the Discord. Remember, fantasyline.com/slash/allpro. Promo code MLB50 gets you fifty percent off the first six months. Takes you right through the end of first month of the NFL season. That gives you access to all of our sports, uh, including access to our premium Discord, where James and myself, amongst everybody else in the Fantasy Star team, are in there answering your questions. James and I will be back on Tuesday. Good luck, everybody. We'll talk to you all later.